Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Official Gears podcast, where we talk about everything from mouse ears to butter beers. I'm Alan and I'm joined by Brian, and we are the guys of Ears Experience, or the Gears for short. And we thank you for tuning in and listening as we continue our Traveling With series. How's it going today, Brian? I'm good. How are you? Did you have good Labor Day? I did. I did. We actually didn't do a whole lot, which again, you know, COVID, but it's kind of nice. Uh, the weather was yeah. better until the last day or so. Um, yeah. Getting a little chilly getting now. cold up there, isn't it? I was going to say, yeah. it's getting cold up there. Yeah, we had a high of 63 today, and it's down to 57 already. So, yeah, it's getting, getting chilly. <laughs> Almost time to get the fire pit out on the patio and go sit outside with a beer. Nice. Nice. As Alan said, we're your gears, and we're also your mouse experts. We're here to help you answer all your Disney and Universal Destination questions and help you prepare for your next vacation. In case you missed it, on our last episode, we discussed traveling with small children with our fellow mouse expert, Jody. On this episode, we have another fellow mouse expert with us, and we're talking traveling with school-age kids. So, with us today, we have Leslie T. Leslie, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Glad Welcome to have to you on. Thank you. I'm excited and a little nervous, but it'll be fun, right? <laughs> Absolutely. It's always fun. <laughs> Um, uh, so we like to take a little bit of time to get to know you a little bit and let the listeners get to know you a little bit. Um, so Leslie, can you tell us where are you from? I'm originally from Arkansas. I grew up there, went to school and college there, but now I am in Oklahoma because I got married and that's where he was. So, and so we've been here for, um, I've been here married to him 11 years this, this month. So. Wow. Congrats. I thought you were going to say. Um, you know, I got married and that's what you do when you get married. You go to Oklahoma. No, like, you just go live with your no. husband. <laughs> so, that's, that's, that does happen. Yeah. How long have you been with yours? I had my two year anniversary in August. Okay. Oh, so congrats. still a newbie. Still a newbie. Yeah. I thought it had been a little longer because we, you know, we've known you for a while. Um, I just thought it'd been a little longer, but no, I went to my very first conference when I had been in for like six months. So, and I think that's when we first met and then last conference and here we are. Here we are. Uh, Where did your love of Disney come from? So my first, very first trip to Disney world was when I was eight years old. So I turned eight at Disney and it was my best birthday ever to this day, still my best <laughs> birthday ever. Um, Hopefully your I husband doesn't this, hear that. Oh, no, he would know. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Um, I begged and pleaded for this awesome like Daisy Duck hat. I don't know if you remember it, but the bill was like the plastic and orange and it had like the real eyelashes and the hair bow. Yeah. Still have it. It's my favorite gift also. So, um, So that's when it started and then it kind of... I didn't get to go back. And then we went back with our kids when they were little bitty. And that's when I was like, okay, it's just exploded again. So nice. I have one of those Donald. I don't have one. My mom has one of those uh, Daisy duck hats at her house. So it's, it's amazing. It's so good. I have the, I have I, the top I take it hat every trip. goofy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I had the top hat with the goofy with the long ears. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, they I make have- the Donald one now too, but it's not the same because it doesn't have like, the big three-dimensional aspects to it like it did back in the 80s. <laughs> well, I had one of those, and I don't, I don't know where it is or who has it now, but we had one of those that uh, the Donald Duck bill squeaked when you squeaked. When oh, you squeaked it. that's fun. Yeah. 
Oh, that was an interesting I would name. hate your parents. <laughs> the squeaker. As he squeaks through yeah. the park. Like the like squeaking shoes. Toy. Right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. You're so bad. Um, so, uh, Leslie, what do you think is the most thing, uh, the most rewarding thing about being a mouse expert for you? Well, I mean, helping people obviously have their dream ultimate family vacation, but um, I selfishly really enjoy tra- um, planning people's vacations and living vicariously through them. Yep. So. <laughs> It's all part yeah, of the both fun. of those things. Yeah, because you're, you're kind of like Alan and I. You're like, you're close enough, but you're not super close to travel to the parks all the time. So it's kind of like everybody else is going, and you're like, oh, I want to see your pictures, like stalking uh-huh. their mics. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Photo <laughs> yes, definitely. So, yeah. Um, what is the most often question you get asked as a travel planner? Oh, it's always cost. Is this going to cost me $20,000 or, I mean, that's like a <laughs> pretend number, but you know, like it's all, people are always worried about how much it's going to cost. Yeah. So. Like, and it can, yeah, if you wanted to. I know, right? I'm like, is that your budget? Cause that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I will personally go and walk you around the park and show you. I know, right? I'll be your <laughs> VIP tour guide. Right? I will do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, what is the best piece of advice that you have given travelers? Oh, I always tell people you don't have to see everything. Like don't do, what do we call it? The Disney death march. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't kill yourself. Make, let it still be a vacation. Don't make yeah. it be a trip. Yeah. Which we get that a lot where people are like, this is our only trip. We got to see everything. And it's hard to tell them it's okay if you don't. I know. You, you know, it, it really just gives them something to look forward to next time and want to say, you know what? We had such a good time. We didn't get to see everything. Let's, let's figure out a way to go back. Right. So yeah, you're right. Definitely. It's okay not to see everything. I know. So, and, but I mean, I get it. It's planner. hard to understand that. I know. Right. You need a second <laughs> trip. Yep. Let's rebook with our planner and pick up the things we missed on. But Brian and I've talked about this in the past too, that there, we still go, you, we don't do everything there is to do every time we get, there's, there's no way you just can't right. There's too many things to do. Um, you know, you, you have to pick and choose what's going to be great for you and your family. Definitely. All right. So the last question we have is, are you currently working on anything um, to secretly be able to help your clients better? Something, you know, you haven't announced yet or anything like that you want to give them? Well, you know, being in Oklahoma, like we said, we're not convenient to the parks. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of our clients are not wanting to fly right now, which is understandable. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'm working on some ideas for drive options for us like where we can drive to vacation. So um, Charles, my husband and I are going to go glamping in a couple of weekends and I'm going to check that out and share it with all my clients and see if anybody's willing to go glamp. (laughs) That's part of curated. Oh yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Which is very cool. We've talked about a little bit here and there on the, on the podcast, but Alan and I haven't really dove into the curated section of it. You, however, are fully into it. So yeah, yeah, the driving options are definitely good things to do at this point because you're right. A lot of people aren't ready to fly. Well, and they want outdoor activities too, which I mean, the parks are outdoor, which is awesome. But if you don't want to get on an airplane to get there, then that's kind of makes it hard. So kind of looking for outdoor fun options that are easier to get to when you're in the middle of the country. Yeah. Very true. Very true. All right. Very cool. Um, Thanks for letting us get to know you a little bit. There's some cool things in there. 
what we want now to do we're now, really going to get to know you exactly <laughs> we're going to play our game that we play with all of our guests uh where we're going to do our rapid fire questions for you um now summer will tell you the time to beat is 43 seconds oh i know three seconds i know <laughs> she's listening it's she's on. listening it's on. i've listened she, i know <laughs> she is going to be calling you out if you beat her just so you know um, so right. I'm going to ask the questions for, and uh, Brian's going to time and Brian will start the timer at the end of the first question. So okay. Brian, are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Leslie, you ready? I guess. All right. <laughs> Remember, we just want your rapid fire answer. If you want to expound on those answers, we'll come back after we're going okay. for time here. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Here we go. All right. What is your favorite attraction at Walt Disney World? Tower of Terror. Oh, Mickey ice cream bar or ice cream sandwich? Bar. What is your favorite resort? Wilderness Lodge. Funniest character to meet? Stitch. Huh. People will be surprised to know you haven't done this at a Disney park. I've never ridden Figment. Huh. Best Disney soundtrack? Epcot. The internal loop. Okay. Uh, Marvel Universe or Star Wars? Marvel. And what Disney villain could you become friends with? Tomatoa. Ooh, Oswald or Steamboat Willie? Willie. And before your vacation is over, you must? See Daisy. See Daisy. <laughs> Great. That was really good. Uh-oh. We have a tie. <gasps> oh, no. no. We have a tie. 43 <laughs> we'll seconds. Have to, we'll have to rotate the trophy back and forth then. <laughs> <laughs> That you who's have got that right now? Gonna, yeah, who's got that? Because I don't have it. <laughs> I'll take a tie. I'll take a tie with Summer. There you go. Um, I'm not sure Summer will take it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Tamatoa, that's a new one for us. Because we both like shiny things. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and the internal music for Epcot? Like the, yeah, uh, I love the entrance loop. Like the atmosphere Epcot. music? Mm-hmm. Love I have it. several I play it when I'm working the parks albums that I like to play. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what was it? You surprised you haven't been, you haven't. Uh, I've never done figment. Figment, figment journey to imagination. Yeah. Yep. If you, you listen to our. To... Hmm? Go ahead. And you guys didn't sell it on your top 10 <laughs> attractions. <laughs> I can tell you that. Lane did. Blaine sold it. likes that one. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, true. if you listen to our top 10, that didn't rank really high in our it list. It did not. So I know. Not I really still want to do it just to do it, but. It's, it's a cute it really is. Yeah. We were going to do it last time, but we ran out of time. We had to get to the airport. So it wasn't worth missing our flight. No, it's not. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> no. uh, Wilderness Lodge is one of my favorite resorts as well. Too. I like the theming and I'm oh, kind of outdoorsy so and stuff too. So sitting out by the lake with their geyser point. It's kind of nice. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. And getting to take the boat to Magic Kingdom is fun. I I always describe those as like the little boats from Willy Wonka, but they're not scary. Like No, they're not scary at all. Don't they kind of look like the little Wonka boat when they're riding down the Chocolate River? Like, yes. I don't know where they, they do, do they now that you Wonkas? mention it. Do they, they don't come, come with Wonkas? No, there's no Oompa Loompas on there. No Oompa Loompas. No Oompa Loompas. <laughs> not so much. Cool. Those are some great things. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That is a that is a little bit about Leslie. 
Um, are you guys ready to get into the episode? Absolutely. Sure. Let's talk nitty gritty. All right. So as we've said, this episode is traveling with school age kids and things to consider when planning your vacation. So, um, Leslie, we had you on. In this range, yeah. we're talking like elementary school age, right? Ele- elementary to middle school. Yeah. Yes. Or will walk more than they used to be. You don't have to pack <laughs> as much stuff to take into the parks anymore. Um, and they're still excited about it. Like they still appreciate the magic of it, I think. So. Yeah. Like it, there's definitely a few meltdowns. Um, this is my favorite age group to plan for. Um, not just because I can relate to my kids, but it's, I feel like it's, it's the first time a lot of these kids really understand what's going on. Um, they're going to remember it. Uh, not not to say that not, they won't remember it when they're younger, but they're this really going to stick with them. And you know, I just really love planning trips for the age, kids this age group because it's there, there's more for them to do. Um, it's going to stick with them. The parents and and like Leslie said, it's just it's, it's I feel like it's just more fun. So yeah, I think it'd be interesting. So we went a couple years ago with my um, nieces. And they were um, about the same age. Two of them were about the same age as your kids are now. Um, And I think they were a good age to be able to get something out of it and still have fun and still play a little bit. Now, my oldest niece, who was also with us, you know, just wanted to be a teenager and go do all the cool rides and (laughs) wanted to ditch a family half the time, but we made her stick with us. So a little different group. We're going to have another episode about traveling with teenagers or tweens too. Ah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Not looking forward to the teen years. I feel like I'm already there with Abigail. Do you? Jeez. Oh yeah. Oh, the, the little girls, man, they have so much sass. Yes. So much. Yes. Didn't you I get a t-shirt on, like that um, for Abigail, Brian? Well, I, I need to, I, I posted a picture of her on my Facebook page not too long ago. And the caption on it was the sass is strong with this one. Like, cause it was just I like, you, you can see it coming out of her in the picture. And I was just like, good <laughs> Lord, help her. Like, and you so, yes. help her and you. <laughs> yes. Cause she's exactly like me. Like the stuff that oh. comes out of her mouth. I'm just like, Oh, I know where that came from. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so. All right. So um, when you guys are traveling with, you know, middle-aged youngsters basically um what is it that you look for in a resort what's what's important to you for kids in your age range ours is convenience like we want to be as close to the parks as we can be um we also like space like a lot of outdoor space when they need to be running around and the good good pools are important um i like my rooms to be big too i'm not gonna lie because with three kids it gets kind of kind of crowded so we like room space also and do you find your um room options limited with five with of you five mm-hmm. yeah you have to make sure that you're um finding either that fifth sleeper or you're bumping up to like a one bedroom or something like that you have to be or you can do two connecting rooms because when you have littles they will guarantee the connecting room option um but I always worry that they're going to like run out the door. So I don't like the <laughs> connecting room option. 
they're going to disappear out the front before you can catch them. Run out the front door. Yeah, the the boys I trust. It's the five year old girl that I don't trust. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be gone. And what about you, Brian? I am. We're we're similar. We um we like the space. Um, Typically, we've grown out of the all stars uh, or the uh, the values. Um, Pop Century. We will stay up periodically if it's not for a very long time because of the um, um, trundle bed or not trundle the um, what is it the one that falls over the wall Murphy the Murphy Murphy bed yes because you you do have a little bit more room when you put it up Um, but typically we stay with the moderates um, mainly for price because we're not going to be there all the time we it's just the four of us we're in and out most uh, most days pretty quick and we look for pools we look for closeness to the parks. Transportation's big for us. Um, not so much resort and, um, you know, amenities, the extras, because they're, they're all very similar. But we do like some with um, good restaurants, you know, in case we decide to take a sit-down meal. Um, and usually close to our favorite park. So that way, if we want to, you know, mm-hmm. jump out real quick to go watch fireworks or something like that, we can. Um, but it's definitely space and convenience for us. So what kind of resorts do you typically pick? So you said pop century, um, you know, if it's a shorter trip, but if you're going to be there for five nights or so, what are your go-to resorts for your family? We love um, Port Orleans French Quarter and Riverside. Um, Art of Animation is, is considered a value, but I don't really feel like it's a value. Um, and then we like the decor at that one. So um Leslie could probably tell you a little bit more about that one because the the um, suite option, but the family um, suite there is really yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So really, it's the it's the uh, poor Orleans sister resorts that we really like. They're just I feel like there's so much to do, or just walk around and look at at those. That I mean, if we're not doing anything or we get back from a park early or something, there's there's plenty to do. The pools are nice, um, the restaurants are good, so. Yeah, Port Orleans Riverside has always been kind of one of my go-tos for quite a while, too, but I'm branching out now, trying other resorts. Um, So, Leslie, what are your go-to resorts when it's your personal trip with your family? Well, I am sort of on a mission to stay at as many different places as possible. Mm -hmm. So, if it was up to my husband and my kids, we would stay at Wilderness Lodge every time because they loved it so much. And, I mean, I loved it, too, but I just, I want to... I want to stay everywhere. So um, <laughs> we'll see. We're, gonna, we're going back in October and we're going to stay at Bay Lake Tower for the first time. We've never stayed there as a family. Um, the family suite at Art, Animation, Art of Animation is really big and spacious and separate space for like the kids and for you to sleep, which is super nice. And the pool there is amazing. Um, yeah. It doesn't have a rest, like a sit down restaurant, but it does have like a food court. So um, it's a great place for us as a family to stay too. I feel like the food court at Art of Animation is, and it's just maybe the way I feel it, is larger than a lot of the other ones. It's huge, maybe, yeah. Maybe it's because they don't have a sit-down restaurant, but they, I mean, they're treating it almost like a, a moderate resort, but mm-hmm. it's in a value category. But it just doesn't feel like that. And like I so said, the food court, there's so much space there to sit and eat, where some of the others, you're like right on top of each other. Right, super tiny. So, well, and with the Skyliner now, you could actually pop over to Riviera or to Caribbean Beach mm-hmm. for food too, if you wanted to, to 
one of those sit downs yeah. that they offer. Yeah. Just other options to consider. It's kind of cool. Yeah. But you know me, I'm all about the uh, transportation options where I don't have to get on the bus. I know. So. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll, anything on the Skyline or anything on the monorail, um, okay, I'll book it. Let's go. Same. So. <laughs> yep. So, um, we're going to kind of get in a little bit more specifics about trans, uh, traveling with school-aged children. And one of the most often questions I get is, is a meal plan needed? And I'd like to hear what your guys' thoughts are because it can go both ways. And it's one of those, like we said, it all depends on your family and who you're traveling with, in my opinion. But again, I want to hear what you guys think. I would say, you know, it's not technically needed, but I find it really helpful because my kids um, love to snack a lot. And by having the meal plan and the snack options during the day, I feel like I don't pack as much to take into the parks with us. And I really appreciate that. And I also want to sit down and eat and have someone wait on me (laughs) every day. So um, the table service option is also so great like we we love a meal plan in our family yeah what about you we went with uh we went with my nieces and the family we did do the dining plan and um i i agree it kind of depends on the kids that you have whether it's going to be beneficial to them or not so my middle niece um is a super picky eater and she pretty much ate chicken nuggets and mac and cheese everywhere we went and my youngest niece um she actually is super adventurous so when we went to uh the table service restaurant over in mexico uh, and they handed her a menu she looked at her dad and said dad can i have the flounder absolutely so yep she went right for the fish and had a whole meal um, an adult-sized meal um so it was a nice option um and then i think the dining planes are really great if you have specific eaters so with that group, we had, you know, my middle niece is pretty picky. My oldest niece is vegetarian and my brother has um, non-dairy uh, restrictions. So I felt like when we did do a sit-down restaurant, um, you had so many more choices because if there wasn't something on the menu, they were willing to make something for you to make you happy. They were, they were very accommodating from what I saw. Um, and even the buffets. So when we went to the buffets, like we went to Crystal Palace and my oldest niece, they came, you know, we told them we had a vegetarian. They sent one of the chefs over to the table and they said, okay, who's the veggies? And they got her up and they walked her along the buffet and said, here's what, you know, you can have, here's what's got meat bases or anything like that. She loved it. So she was able to eat quite a few things. Um, And then for my brother, several times when they found out he couldn't have ice cream, they would bring him rice milk, ice cream and gluten-free cookies directly to the table, you know, so he didn't feel left out when everyone else was having ice cream. Um, So it, it really depends on your family, but I think, if you've got picky eaters, those those sit-down restaurants are huge. And it's already paid for, so you, you've budgeted it already. Um, I, I love that, that about it, too. It kind of makes it an all-inclusive. Like, you've kind of yeah. done all of your investment before you even get there, so then it's just fun, and you don't have to worry about, like, oh, this dinner was really expensive. We hadn't planned on that kind of thing, exactly. which is really nice. And, and it but can go both I, ways. Like, like you, you can – take a meal and you don't feel guilty because you finished the entire plate, which at Disney, we all know is, is a lot of food, but then it's also kind of, if you don't finish, you just eat a little bit of it. You're like, I'm, I mean, 
in the back of your mind, you're like, I know I paid for this, but I don't feel like I'm paying for it. I don't care if I don't eat all of it. Like I can just get up and walk off anytime I want to. Like it's so you, you have both uh, best, best of both worlds right there. Um, and you know, I, I don't think it's necessarily needed, like you said, Leslie, but I do suggest it every time for the convenience of not having to worry about paying. Um, even if you just do the quick service, it's, mm-hmm. you just scan your band or your whatever, and you just go. Um, if you have a picky eater, Abigail's a pretty picky eater, but it's gotten a little better. Um, but Abigail normally will do um, either eggs or cereal every morning for breakfast. That's enough for her. When we get in the park, we can trade one of those meals in because we know more than likely she's not going to eat a quick service or, or the dinner. We'll trade one of them in for snacks and she can snack all day and we don't, we don't care. It's just like, that's what you want. We're at Disney. Calories don't count ever. Just go for it. Like All you want is Mickey goldfish crackers. Cool. Have at it. <laughs> you want you the a big protein patch of gu- Yeah. Have the big batch of gummy worms. I don't care. Take it. Like it's what it is. So as long as you're eating something and drinking water, I don't care. You know, we've, we've paid for it already, you know? So, uh, is it needed? Not necessarily, but are you going to have a better vacation? More than likely, yes, with a meal plan because it's you're you're not carrying around cash. You're not worried about your car. You're just it's convenient. And you know, if you do have the opportunity to sit down and get a like a restaurant style meal with a waiter, it is some of the best food that you'll ever eat. So, well, and I've said before too. On top of the food being great. Um, I've started doing with our groups that when we go, we tend to eat our sit down meal um, at, for lunch instead of dinner. So, you know, one ish right after the main lunch rush, you go and you get lunch and you get a sit down and you're getting into the hottest part of the day. So you sit for, you know, 45 minutes, an hour or whatever, and have a nice meal. You get to cool off in the air conditioning. Um, you still have time to walk it off and then you eat something lighter later before you go back and go to bed. Um, so you don't go and have that big meal right at the end of the day. That's just personally how we've been doing it. You can do, you know, your sit down meals for dinner too. Um, and I have, because I absolutely love be our guest. Um, I'm a beast freak. So I've already been told I'm not going in February. So I have to get it out of my system. Uh, I did you it the last two times February? to be our guest. Mark won't let you. Yeah. I've done it twice in a row now. So they were like, yeah, we have to eat somewhere else. Um, I want to go. I haven't tried the new, um, three course menu. So really when we're there it. in February, you could use me as an excuse to go again. If you want, <laughs> I, have to go, I have to go with Leslie. I'm sorry. Somebody's got to go with her. She can't go alone. Can't go alone. Well, we can do it. That. The, uh, I was say we could do, we could do it the day we do the race, but we, we can't. Um, but as I say, cause that'd be a way to say like justify all the calories that we're, you know, oh, we're going to eat. Oh yeah, that's true. Cause we've, we've already walked them off or ran them off one of the others. So. I enjoy we've, that. We've menu. It's hit or miss. Yeah. But I don't feel like the portions there are as large as they are in some of the other meals. Mm. Personally. Yeah. I mean, they're a, a good portion. You feel full, but yeah, the plate is not quite as overloaded as it is at some of the other places. Okay. I, I feel the plate at 50s is like three plates and one. It's like you get the meatloaf or, or the turkey and dressing. It's so much food. That's That so. sounds like you eat like I do because we tend to get the trio where you get all I three. Love, I, I love you get like 50s. a piece of fried chicken. You get a piece of meatloaf. Like that's the dinner. Yeah, Comfort food. Yeah. Exactly. If you're having 50s dinner, 50s diner dinner, why not have comfort food, right? And uh, dad's electric lemonade with it. 
I get yeah. the, I get the electric lemonade. There you go. Yeah. So it's just it's a lot of it's it's there's a lot of convenience in a dining plan, and that whole making sure that you have uh, kind of already budgeted for most of your meals is really great. Um, the one thing that we don't talk about a whole lot is that the um, gratuities are not included in that. So you do want to um, tip your team when you are checking out. Um, that does go to the servers, and so please take care of them because they take care of you. Sorry, former cast member, you got to point that out. Um, it, trust That's me, fair. it was a lot harder on us when we had a table of eight. <laughs> we were going, um, you know, to some of those sit-down restaurants. It was a much bigger tip than we were used to as well, um, but it, it still was very worth it. We enjoyed it. Yeah, so just things to throw out there. Yeah. All right, so moving on, we want to know. Um, how are you handling height restrictions and height requirements? Are all of your kids tall enough for most things? Um, are they in the middle? What's going on there? So our last trip, our middle had reached 48 inches, which at Disney is like the magic Golden. number, right? So mm -hmm. he could ride everything he wanted to, um, but our youngest was not. So our, like our key is kind of divide and conquer, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the boys get to go ride the things that she can't ride. And then I'll take her to do something that um, is fun for her. Or like she could walk around the shops for hours. So that's a real easy thing. It's like the boys are going to go do this and you and I are going to go look at the shops. And she's like, that's totally fine. But we also, <laughs> but I don't, I don't like to miss out on the rides. Um, so we do the rider swap and then I get to go again. And then the boys love it because they also get to go again. Cause it yeah. can, you can use it for up to three people. So they get to ride it twice. And then my husband and I each get to ride it once, whatever that is. And then she gets to walk around the shop for an hour. So everybody's happy. Shop How does that rider swap work? How does the rider swap work? So how, you how does it up, work? How does it work? So when yeah. you get to the ride in question, you um, tell the cast member that you need a rider swap. And then they give you a pass for the parent who can't ride because of the child that is too little or just doesn't want to. Some kids don't like all the rides. So even if they're tall enough and they don't want to ride it, you can still get your rider swap. And then you and the other kid hang out while the other family, the part of the family that can ride it goes. And then when they get done, you swap out and it's easy as that. You swap out awesome. your kids, right? You get new kids for the day. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> better behaved ones. Yeah. Better behaved ones. Get to get, pick them out. Yeah. Those are sleeping. Can we have those? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want that one. That one passed that, out in a stroller. I'll take that one. Is that part of the mobile order on the app? Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> Be so good. Yeah. So, How about you, Brian? Uh, you, are yours tall well, enough? I, I was going to they are tall enough uh, for just about everything, I think, except Abigail's maybe short for some. But Leslie, I want to say you described the rider swap perfectly. So yeah. um, good job. But um, yeah, so. That's the good thing about Disney is there's there's a lot of stuff there that they can ride regardless. Um, mm -hmm. Even the coasters, like they're geared towards younger people. Um, so so a lot of the kids, no matter their age, um, can ride them. So um, I mean, Blaine was riding Mine Train when he was five years old. So and Blaine's little. I mean, he he he's he's a small one. Um, He's, he's skinny and he's, he's a little on the shorter side. He gets that from his grandma's, but um, eventually, um, you know, he, he's sprouting up. So, um, and Abigail's caught up, so they can ride a lot of the, the rides and the ones that 
Abigail's not really tall enough for, Blaine doesn't necessarily care to ride anyway. So we do have that balance of, you know, what we do ride. Um, but yeah, Leslie made a good point when, you know, there's something that Blaine wants to ride that Abigail can't or doesn't want to, you know, you tag team, you, you know, I take Blaine this time and then Mandy can take him next time. Um, and the same thing with Abigail. I mean, if Blaine doesn't want to ride it, you do the rider swap then. Um, but as far as the height requirements go, we really don't have a problem with it because other than like Space Mountain, um, Tower of Terror, um, I mean, there's, there's really, uh, let's see, what is it? Rock and Roller Coaster. Um, my kids can pretty much do all of them. And they're, I mean, they don't care. They'll, they'll do them regardless. And, you know, I really like though that Disney has geared it towards smaller children. Yeah. Um, it, just, it makes it because She can't ride Rock and Roller Coaster and she was mad our last trip <laughs> because the boys could she was pretty upset so um it's funny does though she know like, it goes upside down she does she she's my one that loves tower of terror is also her favorite ride oh nice she is not afraid of anything um i was gonna say though when we're at epcot the boys will not ever get on frozen ever after again like they just don't care they don't like it it has no brings them no joy so um <laughs> which is fine. So not even um, Sven. I love Sven in there. I mean, it's like they've done it once. So they're done with it, I guess. I don't know. So um, they're really into Phineas and Ferb right now too. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys watched that new movie that came out on Disney plus a couple weeks ago, Candace against the universe. Not. It's good. You should watch it with that. your kids, Brian. It's fun. Um, but they love Phineas and Ferb. And so they have those um, like scavenger hunts in the pavilions that are Phineas and Ferb okay. that you can do on your phone on the app. And so that's what um, my husband and the boys will do while we're doing Frozen Ever After is they'll go do the little Phineas and Ferb scavenger hunt. Which so, is and another thing we haven't really touched on, um, but there are so many different things. I mean, they've got them in Epcot. They've got them in Magic Kingdom with the Sorcerers. Um, but were you, if not doing rides or you're not in a show, there's still other things to do. Um, you know, Epcot has had the, you know, the Ratatouille search, um, they have the Phineas and Ferb. Um, I can't think of what it's called over at Magic Kingdom. Um, the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom? Yeah, yeah it's... Well, and they sorcerers. always have the Pirates of the Caribbean the, one too, right? Where you can, yeah, like, yeah. earn an I, extra fast pass. I guess you can't do correct. that right now, but you can at least do the scavenger yeah. hunt. So, yes. I mean, there's things like, like yours, you know, if they don't want to run Frozen ever after, which blame doesn't care one way or the other but um there there's things to do like one of our favorite things is to go look for all the little remy's um around epcot and once you complete the search you take it over to um one of the pin trading places and they give you a keychain so uh that's really cool the uh pirates thing you were talking about leslie they um they didn't give us a fast pass that last time we did it they gave us gold coins and a bandana i believe okay so and and it may just be something too, that, right yeah and it just may be something that rotates every time but so and it's, it's just another thing that can you know you can do with your kids if they're not able to ride something or just don't want to while the other ones are you know riding winnie the pooh or you know whatever um because blaine won't get back on that one either on um, winnie the pooh no we are like for some reason anytime we get on as a family it breaks down so we just oh, oh that's right i've heard that story yes yeah a abigail wants to ride it but blaine's like nope i'm done i do, do i it. like it so, it's cute 
but it maybe not if it had broken down on me like three times, I might not like it anymore. Exactly. We did get about three different fast passes for it. So I mean, it? we got to ride, yeah, we got to ride Snow White, uh, the mine trains uh, several times. And the last time, I think we pretty much almost got all the way through. So we were like on the last scene of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. So we, we've said we've ridden it. We're done. So, but. Yeah. You can't be afraid to separate. You don't need to spend your entire family vacation all together the whole time. No. And that's one thing. Everybody is, but you do hear all the time. Well, it's our family vacation. We're going to spend it as a family. That's fine. Do you want to spend it as our miserable family trying to fit in everything that <laughs> exactly. everybody wants to do? So, right. you know, it's okay to break up. It really yep, is. Exactly. Well, and that's one of the things I like to point out too, when you're helping people plan is um, I've said before too, a lot of times the dads are like, yeah, we're going to Disney world. There's nothing in this for me. I'm taking the family to Disney world. Cause that's what they want. Right. So I always got to find something that dad's going to want to do. And I try to explain to them. I'm like, you know what, if dad and the son want to go on a fishing excursion around Bay Lake while mom and the daughter go, you know, to the salon or Bibbidi Bobbidi boutique or something like that. And you meet up later for lunch or dinner and talk about your day and everybody has a great time. Um, you know, there's so many different things you can do. You don't have to stay together 24 seven to enjoy your vacation. Um, but you can, if you're that kind of family as well, but you might enjoy it more if you don't, <laughs> if everybody gets to do something that makes them happy and brings a little joy, it's That's a much right. better vacation. So exactly. yeah, different things. There about. are some, there are some compromises because it is a, you know, it's a family vacation. You do have to compromise a little bit. Everybody does, but at the end of the day, why are you going? What's your purpose on, you know, being there? And how are you going to get that done? Are you going to get it done by spending time together and everybody being miserable? Probably not. So if you need to split up to do that, see more, do more, by all means split up. And like I said, you know, come back together for dinner or something or come back to, you know, go do the fireworks together at the end of the night or something like that from, you know, even the top of the contemporary to go Mm -hmm. get together and go see the fireworks and listen to the music. You know, there's ways you can bring it back together and still have a family day by doing your own things, which is kind of cool. Look look at Vegas vacation. They never spent any of the time together and they were all went home happy. So, (laughs) and their, their kids were so great too. (laughs) I put a dollar and I got a car. I put a dollar and I got a car. Such good examples. All right. All right. So let's move on. Um, I want to know, what do you guys carry with you into the parks? I know what I carry, but I don't have kids with me. So what do you guys carry with you into the parks? And do you make the kids carry things? I don't make my kids carry anything because it will probably get lost and I don't want to deal with that. So we usually take <laughs> a, we usually take a backpack that has um, like a couple of snacks, a water bottle that's refillable, um, wipes, hand sanitizer, um, which I took even pre COVID, but now I'd probably take extra. (laughs) Um, and I usually take an extra set of clothes for my youngest because she's really, really messy and just to be safe. And then we also always pack ponchos because I don't like water rides. So even if it's not going to rain, I still want a poncho for splash mountain. Yeah. Well, and even if it does rain, if you've got ponchos, you don't necessarily have to buy them again every time you go and they're fairly light to stick in a bag and you have them just in case. They don't take up much room. Yeah. It's Florida. It's going to rain in the afternoon. And bringing the ones from Amazon is much cheaper than buying one in a panic in magic Mm. kingdom. Yes. Yeah. When there's usually a long line because everybody's trying to buy them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So plan ahead, plan ahead. That was a tip that one of our listeners, Nick, 
uh, brought up last time on, on the last episode was uh, bring the ponchos and bring an extra one to cover up the stroller with and mm-hmm. not having a stroller in a long time. It's just something that I didn't think about while we were talking about the uh, traveling with small kids. So ponchos are definitely needed um, on the rainy seasons. You do get that Florida rain. Sometimes it's just a real quick five minutes. We don't always carry a poncho. We do take jackets. Um not necessarily in the park, but we do take them down there with us, even if it is a summer or late fall, because it does get a little chilly. And then sometimes it will, you know, rain a little more heavy. But as far as what we take in the parks on a daily basis, it's really just a couple snacks, some wipes, hand sanitizer, sunscreen, nothing big. Mandy takes a Kavu bag. So if it doesn't fit in there, we don't take it. I don't take my, uh, my wallet. Usually I'll take a, a, a debit card um and my license and i'll you know just put in my phone case and and we go um if we're going to maybe like a princess breakfast or something that's a little different we will take clothes for abigail to change into but that's only you know maybe one day and we do it for breakfast so we typically change her right afterwards out of it um but we we travel light because that stuff gets heavy and then you start mm-hmm. buying stuff mm-hmm. throughout the day you've got drinks you got to carry around um We've gotten to the age, I don't know about you, Leslie, but we don't take a stroller anymore. And once you lose that stroller, you lose all your carrying ability. <laughs> so. I know. We do still take one because, yeah, the, well, the youngest is. It's just easier to keep up with all of them at that point. You just. Yeah, yeah. She's always where she's supposed to be if she's in a stroller. Otherwise, we don't know where she would be kind of situation. <laughs> and it's nice to still have a place to put the backpack when you go on rides, right? Cause I don't carry a wallet or anything into the park with the, my magic band. I mean, it just does, you know, mm-hmm. everything I need it to do. So I don't take anything in with me besides my phone so, and that fits yeah. in my pocket. So you know, we're going to have to rethink things once they get rid of magic bands and you know, I'm I, still going to get one linked to your app. So. Well, cause it says that you can, that they'll still let you use them. Yeah. So I'm planning to, yeah. because we did, we did Disneyland last year and they don't do magic bands there. They do it all through the, through the app, um, too. And I mean, our phones were just dying like crazy. So, I mean, we had battery packs, thankfully, but I was just like, why don't you do magic bands? It would be so much easier. So I don't know. I don't know why they're taking it away. I I don't think they're taking it away. I think they're just not giving free ones anymore. So they're still going to have all those collectible ones. I imagine they will probably still have the discounted one. We don't know for sure yet, but I imagine they'll still have the discounted one if you wanted to buy one of the nicer ones. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love having my magic bands. I, I do too. I take multiples. Uh, I've got them all hanging right back there. Um, oh, ours, mine so are over there. I got, but I yeah, got a bunch. Cause even when we co- were on the cruise, what I'm wearing. <laughs> Cause <laughs> when you're on the right cruise, now. you have a card too. And I'm like, where are the magic bands? Like, yeah. Yeah. They the should be card would be nice. Yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't think they're getting rid of them. I think they spend an awful lot of money on that. I think they're just not giving free ones anymore. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'm okay. I just don't want to rely on my phone because like unless this is the battery dies so fast. And then two, I don't have unlimited data on my phone. I do connect to Disney Wi-Fi and everything, but so does 10 million other people. So it's not always the fastest, mm-hmm. you know, internet. And, you know, it's always going out or could go out. And it's sometimes just unreliable. And I don't want to be sitting in a restaurant and sitting there trying to pay for something trying to, you know, make it work because the internet's going in and out or whatever. And, and so yeah. I hope the magic bands stay. Um, 
because I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I definitely like that option. I think there's a lot of money in that. And I think they're looking at bringing more of it into the app so that they're just not spending as much on magic bands like they used to. Um, but I think the technology and what they're doing, I hope will stay around because they did a lot with that. Um, one thing you pointed out though, Leslie, is that you said you bring refillable water bottles. Mm -hmm. Where are you getting your water? We, we will go and ask for it and they'll give it to us in a paper cup and then we'll just pour it in our water bottle and move on. Yeah. Are they so that's one of experience water bottles? It's not, I don't have one. I don't either. I need one. Amy, if you're listening, I want a water bottle. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I have a few. Um, so the thing to point out though, is that you can go to any um, quick service window and ask for a glass of ice water, which they will do. Sure can. Um, but if you are not from Florida or you've not spent a lot of time in Florida, like I spent 18 years there, the water is not oh the, the yummiest water everywhere. So no, we, uh, we pack. Okay. That's something else we pack is little, um, true lime packets to kind of mask say, the joyful flavor of the actual Florida water. So it's certain restaurants have filtered water. Um, definitely the Starbucks locations all do, and you can get, um, ice water there and it will taste different than if you go and get it out of a water fountain. Um, but that's one of the things that I do carry is you can get, um, vitamin waters, propel or electrolyte packets that you can put in the water, which helps mask the taste and helps, you know, keep you hydrated and keeps your vitamins up boosted through the day. So that's one of the things that I tend to take. It's kind of nice. Yeah. So we used to take the, um, uh, resort mugs, um, for the mail plan. We used to take those into the park and then we just got to the point where it's like, we don't want to carry these things around anymore. And there's still a lot of people that do it. But once we realized the free water, you know, and, and just put it in a refillable mug, like you guys said, um, that you can clip onto the stroller or you know the backpack or whatever. It's so much easier, especially when they took away the handles for the resort mugs. Um, but we, so my hometown is notorious for having hard water and it's just not great. So I don't even really taste the difference when I go to Florida. <laughs> oh God, I can still remember the first time I drank it. And I was like, what is something is wrong with this water? I'm going to have to send it back. <laughs> No, it it's was too carbonated. Not. It's <laughs> an acquired taste. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I, I have noticed that a lot of the um, snack carts and stuff already have lemons in the water, in mm -hmm. the ice water. So they know I, I, exactly. they're trying to mask it. But um, like I said, I don't really notice it. That's another sell for the, um, the dining plan, too, is you can get bottled water. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we kind of talked about rider swap and what we carry into the parks. Um, when you're in a park, Leslie, do you guys park up? We do. Yes, mm -hmm. we do. We love to park up. Um, usually Mag Magic Kingdom for us is kind of an all day park. Mm -hmm. um, but the other three are sort of a, a hot park or, or leave early and go hang out by the pool situation. Um, when we go with the kids, cause we like to go without the kids too, but when we go with them, um, <laughs> we usually will get a babysitter one night while we're there. And so our favorite thing to do is, you know, go to animal kingdom that day with the kids. And then when the sitter shows up, we go to Epcot, just the two of us. That's, um, that's the best. I highly recommend <laughs> that for any parents going with kids 
<laughs> Disney has a couple of babysitting services that are authorized to be on Disney property and they, um, they're wonderful and they're very kind. And I highly recommend having a date night while you're at Disney. Even if your kids are with you, get a sitter. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, that's an episode that's a little further down the road, but it is something that I have had clients take, uh, take advantage of and they were so thankful that they did it. They just raved about the activities they did with the kids um, while they were out and they spent about three hours without kids. And then they came back and said, we want to plan a whole trip without kids. She did our laundry. Our last sitter we had, we were in a room with a washer and dryer. We came back and she had done the laundry for us. I was like, this is amazing. Don't leave. I know, right? Will you be our nanny? You come home with us. I know, right? How does Oklahoma sound? Sounds great, right? Our house has a Disney touch. It's like, it's very similar. (laughs) Totally the same. Yeah. So yes, we park hop. Even, I mean, even with the kids, we, um, when we were there in February, we did, um, we started at Animal Kingdom and then moved over to Hollywood in the afternoon because it was a short trip. So it's nice to be able to hop around and see like the highlights that you want to see. At what age do you guys feel is appropriate to start park hopping? We've always done it. Have you? Yeah. So I don't know the answer to that. I think all ages are appropriate if you're willing to do it. And I don't think the cost is that high. I mean, what is it like 80, 85 a person? Yeah. Yeah. And that's for, and that's for the whole, the whole thing, not for just like each day, like that is your park hopper for for your entire trip. So I feel like that's, um, it's not crazy. And even if you're doing a four day stay and you add a park hopper, it's about 20, 22, $20, $21 a day. Um, right. It's really not that So bad. I feel like if you, yeah, if you don't hop every day, but you did it like twice, then I feel like it was worth it, in my opinion. Well, we well, kind of talked about that. About? Um, I like to park hop. Uh, it depends on what you want to get done and it depends on your goal for the day too. So like I said, Magic Kingdom is not usually a park hop day. That's usually where you're going to spend the whole day or you're going to, you know, leave and go back to your resort and go back to Magic Kingdom later. Um, but all the other parks, it's nice to have that opportunity. Um, especially if you're going in the fall and, you know, one of the parks is closing or some of the parks are closing quite a bit earlier than the others. Um, it's nice to have that opportunity to hop over. So we know we're not necessarily having a lot of the parties and events going on this year. Um, but you know, if you're at a magic kingdom and magic kingdom is closing at six because of a party that night, um, but Epcot or the studios are open until nine or 10, that park hop, you can get a lot more out of your day in that way and do that. Um, and we've talked about before too, that nighttime for me is one of my favorite times in the parks um, to see the parks lit and the the lights and um, you know, the, the atmosphere really changes and it's, it comes alive in a completely different way at night. And I really enjoy that too. So um, I don't think there's a wrong age about park hopping. Um, it's, it's a matter of choice, but it's, it's not that much more to do. And it just gives you a lot more flexibility. If you're at, you know, Magic Kingdom and you're having a great day, but maybe it's your second day at the Magic Kingdom, because some people do too, um, and you're finding it's really, really crowded and you're just, you're done, it's nice to be able to go to one of the parks or, you know, we, we've talked before that um, if your little princess decides she wants to see Happily Ever After every night and you're over at, you know, Animal Kingdom and you realize there's no fireworks, 
you're either going to have a meltdown or you're going to park hop and take her back to the magic and see happily ever after that night. That sounds uh, about right. That, that sounds real familiar, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> with that hopper option, you can do that. I mean, it gives you that flexibility and, and for a small upgrade, it's, it's really not too bad. Yeah. We've always park hopped. Um, I mean, it's, you're right. I mean, it's definitely worth the $20, $25, whatever it is when you break it down. Um, for all the reasons you guys have said, I mean, it's just, it's, it's nice to have as an option. Um, but I will say it's not necessary to have, um, mm -hmm. if you have kids that struggle with transitions or, I mean, there's so much to do in the parks now, you don't necessarily have to. And if a park does close early, there's stuff to do outside the parks. So, mm -hmm. Uh, it all depends on your family. Like that seems to be a theme for all of our shows. It depends on your family and what you guys are looking for. But um, that's why you talk love... to your travel agent and tell them about yes. your family. So they can yes. plan the perfect vacation, yep. right? Exactly. Um, and when we went with family, we needed a little break for ourselves. We stayed together most of the day. Um, and towards the end of the evening, one of the things that if you're staying, you know, um, around the magic kingdom and one of those resorts uh, or the, wilderness campground i love to just go get on the little boats and just take the boat loop just get away just take a little boat ride loop all the way around to wherever it goes and comes back it's a nice little break and it just you know you get out in the open air and chill out a little bit so it's not a park hopping thing but it's a nice option mm -hmm. and the big yeah. one is dinner dinners if you're a dinner person if you're yeah. a foodie and you want to eat at epcot and there's so many things to eat at epcot like you can't eat everything you want if you're only doing Epcot in one day. So I know it's so hard having that opportunity to hop back and uh, go back to Epcot for dinner is a nice option. The best food yeah. anywhere is at Epcot. It really is. Cool. A lot of good choices there. Um, like I said, yeah. not required, but definitely uh, something to consider. So some of the things to keep in mind um, when you're traveling is once you're in the parks, what are some of the things that um, you want to keep in mind when you're there? So we said this last time, um, have a plan, but don't be afraid to alter your plan. As travel agents, we will provide you with a plan and, and tips for navigating the way through the park, but you don't have to stick to those. If you see that, you know, you can jump on, you know, ride real quick, that's not on the list, you know, that you had early on or whatever, feel free to jump on it, alter your plan, change it. You know, your family, you know, your kids, you know, when it's time to eat, how to prevent, you know, the fits that we talked about earlier. Um, but have a plan, but don't be afraid to change it. I mean, it is your vacation. It's definitely okay to go on the fly. Disney has become a little harder to do things on the fly but you can still do it, so. Yeah, there's still so many options out there. Yeah. Do you have a tip, Leslie? Oh, yes, sorry. Um, be sure to <laughs> download the My Disney Experience app um, and download it before you get there. Don't download it as you're trying to walk through the turnstiles to get into the park. Get it yeah. before you go. Log in to make sure that you can log in and then play with it so that you're familiar with it and you know where things are. Cause I've had many a client that don't log in until they're walking through the turnstile. And then it's, it's a lot to try to 
figure out the app while you're also trying to figure out where you want to go. So navigate the park. And we've talked yes. about the Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi has gotten a whole lot better uh, than it's ever been. But when you're trying to download a new app in the park, it's probably not the best place to do that. Uh, no, absolutely. definitely not. And there's so many things you can do with the My Disney Experience app too when you're not in the parks. There's trivia, there's you know, shopping you can do if you want to shop to things. Um, but they've got more of those um, games and things that you can play while you're going to the parks. Or um, I know that you can listen to music from different areas of the park now through the app. That's something I tend to do sometimes because I love Disney music. So I'll pull the app out and just start playing Frontierland music or whatever. Um, reminds me of the good old days. Uh, there's a lot of choices and things you can do there, um, you know, with the app that you definitely want to have that ready before you get there. Good point. Yeah, I mean, you can you can review your your dining reservations, your fast passes. Um, there's a new thing that we're going to talk about when we get to our new section that's on the app as far as uh, the walk-up restaurants uh, or getting walk-up oh, tables. Yeah. So, um, there, like Leslie said, you you just can't download it and expect to know how it works. There, there's so much on it. Um, your memory maker photos are on there. So really download it beforehand and just kind of play with it. And I, I mean, I do it all the time anyway. Um, but download it a couple of weeks ahead of your trip and just check wait times periodically on the days that you, you're going to be at Magic Kingdom on Monday. Look at the wait times on the Monday, you know, a couple of weeks before you go and just kind of see what the lines are looking like because you'll have a good idea when you get there of what to expect. So. I love to check wait times. I do it all the time. I do it all the time too. And my <laughs> wife makes fun of me. I'm just like, what, so. what's it, what's, how long would it take for me to get on seven dwarfs mind train today? Yep. Yeah, definitely flight a lot longer, you know, say, you got a long, longer flight than it is to uh, actually get on the ride. So I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, remember to, you know, when you're in there to use the times guides and be mindful of your parade times and show times throughout the day and when you're going to plan meals. So that's something your planner is going to help you do. Um, if you want our itineraries and, and the extra work we're going to do for you, we're going to kind of um, ask your ideal times for meals and kind of plan those around. Uh, if you wanted to see a parade or a show or something along those lines, um, but get the times guide because we don't have all the show times and things that are available especially right now, everything's fluctuating pretty regularly. Um, so those show times are available and they're in the app as well. So you can go and see what's in there. There's a lot of, a lot of really cool things available um, through the app or as you go into the park. Yeah, and, and that's a perfect time to divide and conquer if you have um, a you know, set of people that don't wanna watch a parade or show. Um, I mean, head over to Splash Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and, you know, one of your favorite rides and, you know, the people that are wanting to watch the show get to watch it, get to watch the parade. The others are out taking advantage of the low lines because everybody else is watching the show or parade. So. Mm -hmm. That's also a good time to uh, look at those rider swap options as well. So rider swap is good yeah. for anybody. If you have somebody who is not tall enough to ride, somebody who just chooses not to ride, um, we've seen folks go with special needs and maybe somebody in the group is just unwilling or doesn't want to ride, but you know, you don't want to be missing out on anything. Rider swap works for just about anybody in any reason. Uh, just talk to the attendants at the entrance of each attraction and they'll let you know uh, the process for that attraction. Cool things. Yeah. Well, Leslie, I'm interested to get your opinion on how you pick fast passes for your family. Well, my particular family, they're all thrill seekers. So we focus our fast passes on the 
the thrill rides like Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Space Mountain, Big Thunder, Flight of Passage, Everest. Like those are test track is what we do. I, I have a hard time at Epcot because I'm like, is it? do I want to do test track? Do I want to do Soarin' with the tier one yeah, situation? Tiers. But my, yeah. the, my boys will always pick test track. So that's fine. Um, so that's kind of what we do, what we know that they want to do and what I know will have kind of the longest wait. Um, but then like I had a multi-generational family go, um, back, gosh, nine months ago, I guess. And they had a little one that they knew couldn't do space mountain and grandma didn't want to do space mountain. So we did a fast pass for all of the rest of them to do space mountain. And then we did a separate fast pass for grandma and the little one to go do Dumbo because that's what he loves elephants. And sometimes the line for Dumbo can be real long. Really so, yeah. yeah. So you kind of just, it is so, it's so family dependent, which like kind of is the theme, right? Just really depends yeah, on the family. Exactly. So you really just have, have to make sure you, if you're using a travel planner, you are telling them, you know, we have a kid that's too short for this, or we have a kid that's afraid of the dark and hates to be in the dark. Or um, we have a kid who hates, you know, flashing stroby lights because that all kind of comes into play with how we, how we pick those fast passes. Absolutely. And, and you brought up a point that Alan and I haven't really talked about. And I think a lot of people may not know. And, you know, Alan, that is that you can divide the fast passes up. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. You Your don't all have to do have the to same do thing. No, exactly. Yep. I had a really large family not too long ago of 15 and <laughs> They split and divided and conquered a lot of things. So, you know, three or four of them had this, three or four of them had that. The other ones had this um, at multiple parks. So I, I think uh, there was only the Magic Kingdom when the majority of them had all the same uh, fast passes. All the other parks, they were very split. Very split. That's... Well, they had some young people and grandmas that were traveling, and so they were doing the Disney Junior and Voyage of the Little Mermaid and things like that. And then you had the older family that wanted to go do Slinky Dog Dash and Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower Terror. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so there's great ways to be able to split that up. Yeah, and, and that's again, that's something I don't know if a lot of people understand is that you don't have to all get a fast pass for you know, Tower of Terror. You know, you can you can you split should. them up. In. But you yeah. don't. <laughs> it, it just it makes planning for your family a little easier if you know that somebody can't ride or don't want doesn't want to ride a certain thing. Now, what makes it tricky, and I'll just kind of get your opinion on how you guys handle this, is what if dad wants to ride the Tower of Terror, but baby girl doesn't, and you know everybody else is riding. Mom doesn't want to give it up either. So how do you guys work that out? You ride well, one, your squat. You have to, you're going to have to go back and ride it by yourself, but you could still ride it. Right. If it's a family of three, ride. yeah, if you've got a family of three. I know that. Just, oh, I'm just going to go. Then, yeah, the, the parents ride individually. But, yes, each gets to ride without waiting in line twice. Well, and with our kids, they're so funny because our daughter loves Tower of Terror. And when we were there last time, our boys were like, no, we're not going to do it. We're not going to ride it. And we were like, okay, that's fine. We're going to do it without you. And then as we were about to go, they were like, okay, wait, 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 we'll go. We'll go. And then, <laughs> then we all did it and it was great. And now they love, they love it. I think they just needed to be reintroduced. It was maybe a little too traumatizing yeah. the first time. Uh, maybe <laughs> I did that to my nieces. Yeah. It's we so fun. That, I love it. I uh, love the falling. Photopass. 
Oh, the photo pass pictures from that ride are always so good. Yeah. Well, we, I told this before that we did that the night we arrived. So we um, arrived and we went and had dinner at Whispering Canyon. And then we went into Hollywood Studios for a few hours. We had left. <laughs> and the first attraction we did was Tower of Terror. Um, so my, yeah, my youngest niece and middle niece wanted nothing to do with us the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, but we went back the next day and, you know, the youngest one got on rock and roller coaster. So there you go. All about the fun. Yeah. All right. So guys, we got a couple minutes left. Um, I just kind of want to wrap up the episode, uh, before we get to the end about what are some of the most commonly asked questions that we get from clients? Um, when it comes to planning and their kids. So Alan, you want to start? We often get asked, is there enough to do at each park for my kid to have a ticket? Is it justifying to take a kid and have a ticket for them? And we're like, it's Disney. Absolutely. It doesn't matter the age of your child. There is so many things to do and there's so many different options. Um, you know, there's fast rides. If they're thrill seeker kids, there's slow rides. There's no rides and character track uh, interactions typically. Um, you know, there's shopping, there's uh, just so many sights and sounds and things to see. Um, there's always something to do. Now, if your child is three or four, um, you know, you might feel like there's less to do, but th that's really about you and introducing your child to Disney at that point and having those experiences and those memories with them. Um, but I, I absolutely think there's no reason not to take a child of just about any age. I, I get that question most of the time when it comes to Epcot, um, oh, because yeah. I think parents are always, well, there's not enough to do. They don't, they're not going to care about the countries. And I, that's when I kind of take a step back and say, well, when you go to the world showcase, it's not just about what rides are there. I mean, there's, there's shows at, you know, multiple different countries. There's, you know, um, there's dining, there's, uh, some of them have rides, there's you know, characters at, you know, all the different ones. So it, I mean, it, and then too, like, this is just kind of the teacher in me. It's you're introducing them to a culture that you're not going to fly to Morocco more than likely. Exactly. So this is, you know, this is the chance that they're going to get to experience that. Um, but then too, you've got test track, you've got frozen, you've got Soren, you're going to have guardians of the galaxy soon. You're going to have, Remy. Um, yes, you're going to have Remy. Yeah. The, the, how often do they get to go to an aquarium? Um, I mean, there's just so many things at Epcot that people overlook. And so I think that's where I get most of that, that question from is, you know, is there enough to do there for our, to justify a ticket for our, our 10 year old? And I'm just kind of wondering, like my 10 love, you know, Blaine loves Epcot. It's one of his favorite parts. My kids love Epcot too. So um, Brian and I, we've talked about this on another episode, but Leslie, have you ever done one of the um, kids passports from Epcot with your kids? No, we haven't. We've done the um, Wilderness Explorer at Animal Kingdom, but we have not done the passport at Epcot. We need. I like to. the passport a little better. Next time. I, I think. I mean, Charles and I it, did the food and wine passport when we were there last year with our kids. <laughs> it's similar, but it's different with the kids. So the, oh. it, I want to say they're we like twelve it. or thirteen dollars. It's it's a passport they get, and there are kid cot stops at all the different countries and pavilions. And somebody there will stamp it, you know, um, there's stickers, you know, you learn a little bit about the countries and um, it's a cool show and tell thing for kids later to go back and say, hey, we did Epcot and I thought it was going to be really boring, but, you know, we met somebody from Germany and we met somebody from France and 
you know, we had these different experiences. So for it's a it's a relatively cheap souvenir, and I think it's yeah. kind of educational and it gives you a whole other look at Epcot. Um, once we did that with my nieces and stuff, they were like, "Oh, this is really cool," um, and they do still have their passports on their dressers. I noticed. Aww, kind of cool. That's sweet. What? Wayne has his Wilderness Explorer book, um, but I like the I like the Epcot version better. Yeah, we haven't um, done it, but we'll have to maybe we'll do that when we're there in October. Yeah. What about you, Leslie? Have you got an item? Um, a good question is if I need downtime, but I don't want to leave the park. Where should I go? What should I do? Um, our favorite is to go see a show so that the grownups can take a little nap. And- in the air conditioning while the kids watch <laughs> A Bug's Life or um, or Carousel of Progress is also a good place to take an air-conditioned little cat nap. I, love that I really show, like Carousel of Progress. I don't actually usually nap in there because I really like I, it. I, I like it too. <laughs> yeah. Or the People Mover is also a great resting ride. Um, there's playgrounds at Epcot because a lot of times I feel like I need a rest, but my kids don't. Mm-hmm. So letting them run around on the playground while I sit is also always a nice option. And then right now all the parks have those relaxation stations where you can go to take off your mask and kind of relax a little bit. And um, I know the one at the animal kingdom is by the river. So you get to watch all of the boats go by with the characters on them, which is super fun. So that's another, another thing to think about right now. What about you? Where do you guys relax when you need a little downtime? I tend to, well, so I, I don't fall asleep in many of them like many people do, but um, I really enjoy at Epcot, uh, the American adventure and the history aspect of it and the, the animatronics. I know Brian and I, we talked about that before and you were like, I don't remember, but hearing more about how it actually works um, makes it a lot more interesting. Makes you want to go see it. Um, I also love the country bears or the tiki birds. So I'm happy to go and sit for 15 minutes and, in the air conditioning, cool off a little bit and, you know, rest my feet for a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, we don't typically go with kids. Um, you know, we've, we did a big family trip with my nieces and everything, but we don't typically go with kids. So if we need at some downtime, we go find an adult beverage spot. <laughs> That's kind of our downtime in between things at the park. Yeah. That's a good option yeah. too. It is. There are a lot of good places for that. So I'm one of those, we don't, I don't do a whole lot of downtime and the people that go with me, they pay for it because I, (laughs) I just, I like to just keep going. Um, But when I do, you know, need downtime or, or take some time, uh, it's usually a show or it's a a sit down meal, one or the other um, because it's air conditioning. And that, that is the biggest thing when you're at Disney it's hot. It's always going to be hot. Um, even in the winter months, it still can get kind of warm. I mean, you're in the sun, mm-hmm. like it's, you know, it's, it's going to be coming down on you. So any chance you can get to sit down in the air conditioning, cool off and get some water, um, take advantage of it. But I, I'm go, go, go. And I've learned to slow down a little bit ever since my mother-in-law and her sister decided they're not going back to Disney with me because I almost killed them. <laughs> that it was yeah they got a cinnamon roll at gaston's i thought we were eating the cinnamon rolls as we were walking i turned around they're sitting down i was like what are we doing and then all of a sudden i was like we can't even sit down to eat and i was like 
sit down and eat your cinnamon roll, but we're going to be late <laughs> to Peter Pan. The line is getting longer as we speak, uh, you know, but. Well, now's the time to go back with them then. Exactly. You can't eat and walk. You got to sit to eat. They won't go. Yeah. They won't go with me. So. Yeah. Uh, you broke dip- them, Brian. I, I did. Yeah. You broke uh, them. Newbies don't go with me. So. Only, I've had only the, the same kind of thing hang out with too. me. Yeah. <laughs> No. Like he's never a morning person or like Disney eight, you know, 5 a.m. He's up. He's ready to go Like yeah. <laughs> at home. Don't talk yeah. to me before nine. <laughs> happening. Which is true because I've texted you at like eight o'clock some mornings. I'm like, where's he at? I've been up for like two hours. <laughs> and then you do get answers and you're like, what are you? You're not even answering the right question. Like it's too early. So, not up yet. Yeah. But uh, so one of the questions I get asked all the time pertains to the after hours events and people always want to know, are they appropriate for their kids? I think that kind of depends on the age of your child. First of all, they're all appropriate for your kids. It's just whether or not your kids can stay up long enough to enjoy it. Um, Mm -hmm. The Halloween parties one, it can get kind of dark. It can get kind of scary um, just because of the characters and the parade, but it's still Disney. It's still uh, geared towards kids and, and having a good time. Um, the villains party was amazing. However, again, it can be one of those where it gets dark, it gets kind of loud. It could be kind of scary depending on, you know, how your kids feel at nighttime. Um, but as far as, you know, the after hours parties for, um, the Christmas, um, and then just the regular after hours parties, I think they're perfect for, for kids. Um, you don't have to wait in line. So that cuts out a potential fit. Um, you get all you can eat ice cream and popcorn that satisfies me. So I'd imagine it's going to satisfy a kid. Uh, I, I just, I don't see a downfall to the after hours events. If you think your kid can stay up long enough to do it. Yeah, we, we love them. Our, our boys did the villains with my husband when we were there last time and they loved it. They just did ride after ride after ride and ate Mm -hmm. like who knows how many Mickey bars and drank mm-hmm. who knows how many sodas and it was like the best night of their life they loved it so much yep. yeah well in the the halloween and the christmas party so i've done both now and um if, if your kids are old enough to say i think the halloween party is probably definitely tamer than villains i think villains tends to be a little darker a little scarier um mm-hmm. but still appropriate but the amount of candy and snacks that you get at the halloween and the christmas party I, I can't I can't we had so much we we stopped going through the Halloween lines because we were just like no we can't carry home any more candy um and then and it's good candy it is good candy and we went with my mother to the Christmas party so my mother bought one of the canvas um Christmas bags that you get only at the party and we were literally filling that thing with the cookies every time you go through the cookie thing so she was taking <laughs> cookies the home Christmas to party so bad I am not I've never done you. Christmas I, think we brought home like four or five dozen different cookies. Um, the peppermint sugar cookies were amazing. Um, and then towards the end of the night, we were like, oh, it's another cookie station. My mom's like, we got to go. And um, we were actually there for the last Christmas party of the year. And so towards the end of the night, we would go up to the cookie stations and they're just giving you like handfuls of cookies because they just had trays of them left. And there's not as many people in line. So they're like, here's about eight cookies a piece. And they're just like dumping them in the bag. I'm like, we're carrying around this 10 pound bag of cookies, but they were really good. Um, so yeah, th- there's plenty to do the attractions. The lines are typically much shorter. 
Um, you know, there's there's different things to see. Um, I have loved every experience I've had so far. I think the Halloween fireworks show is one of my absolute favorites. Yeah, it rained that night. Oh <laughs> no! Yeah. Well, you yeah. can watch it on YouTube. <laughs> I have. It'll be just the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I think that they're great. Um, what about uh, any other tips? Any other thing you guys can throw out there for, um, you know, that middle school aged, elementary school aged, middle school aged kids? Anything you can think of? No, I would say character interactions. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say character interactions. Be prepared. Um, because those are perfect opportunities. That's a great age. They, people want to interact. The, the cast members want to interact with kids that age, uh, any kids really, but they want, you know, especially that age because they see the acknowledgement. They see that the faces light up when they're acknowledged for, you know, when you get on the bus and it says, um, you know, we have a princess on board or a pirate or whatever. But then when you get to interact with the characters, let your child be your child. Let us see how the, the characters interact with them because it, you get some of the best pictures when they just go up and they just start talking or they do their favorite, um, you know, pose with them or they do a hot dog dance whatever. Like it's some of the best interactions that, that they have mm-hmm. are with kids these ages. So just let them be themselves when they, when they have that opportunity. Yeah, that's I a good point. And don't, don't rush poses. them either. Oh, practice yeah. poses. Practice poses. What are you going to do when you meet, you know, Belle? What are you going to do when you meet, you know, Gaston? What are you, you know, going to do when you meet? I always Tigger? feel like guilty, like we're taking up too much time, you know? Like I always mm-hmm. want to kind of rush my kids. And that's something I've had to really work on pulling back and realizing that the characters want to interact with them as much as mm-hmm. my kids want to. And so I need to just like let it develop naturally and come to a conclusion and not just be like, okay, okay, let's go, move on. So. Because the been, characters, if it's going too long, the characters will. They wrap it up. Yeah. Wrap it up and move to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I need to, sometimes I have to let control go a little bit. Well, <laughs> and that's really different um, in the current, well, pre-COVID world that um, so many more of the character interactions are controlled where you go mm-hmm. and stand in line to see them and you go to a certain area, they're in a controlled environment. It's kind of set up in a new fungal way now that, um, really gives that more opportunity to spend a little more time and uh, really interact. So take, take your time. Enjoy when they're done. They'll, they'll move you along politely. Yeah. Yeah. And if your kids don't like the characters and they're the kids that start screaming and throwing a fit, take the pictures then too. Those are some really good pictures. Yeah. They'll come in handy later. Yeah. (laughs) And some of those on video, if you've got somebody that can video, sometimes those are the best. Oh, we have the best video of my middle child when we went to meet Baymax at um, Epcot. He was so excited. He went running up to him and slammed into him. And Baymax is like big and fluffy. Like he's made of air. You know, he's full of air. He bounced off of him and just like (laughs) landed flat on his back. And my husband is like videoing the whole thing. Doesn't go to help him. The sweet cast member was like, oh my gosh. And like went to help him get up and we have the whole thing on video. And if it is, and he just hopped right back up and was totally fine and was just still super excited. It is just like, yeah, just slammed into him and bounced right off. It's amazing. There are some hysterical interactions that are fun to see. That's funny. 
it didn't happen at Disney World. It happened on a Disney cruise, but I was sitting there just watching one of the shows or whatever. And next thing I know, like I can feel Abigail, like kind of leaving my hand and I didn't think anything about it. I just thought she dropped hand or whatever. And I looked over and sure enough, she's just walking along the shops with uh, fancy Nancy, just walking along. So Aww. I kind of start like, yeah, I kind of start walking behind. And the next thing Mandy, like in Blaine, they come and join us because they were, I think they were getting a picture with Stitch or something. And they like, where's Abigail? And I was like, fancy Nancy kidnapped her. And she just took her and walked <laughs> off. And she was like, thought I was joking at first. And then she was like, oh, they really are window shopping. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure are. And I, honestly, she just took her by my hand and just walked off. And I was kind of like, okay. So yeah, I let my daughter run off with a stranger. But no, you didn't. Fancy don't judge me. She's not a stranger. She yeah. couldn't get off the boat. We were stuck. Yeah, fine. Exactly. So. <laughs> She's trustworthy. Um, character interactions, though, I would say were my point. Like, just just let them be them. Let them have a good time. Let the characters really, you know, enjoy the time with the kids because every kid's different and every kid reacts to them different. So let them be themselves. Absolutely. So as we get into uh, wrapping up this episode, we were just going to get back to uh, any news or information that we wanted to share. We should do that at the beginning, and we decided to pull that to the end of this episode. Um, so, uh, we did hear a few things, um, there, there've been some promos released for fall, which are great. Um, Mm -hmm. we had some news come out today that confirmed what we were kind of suspecting. Um, so it'll tell you when we, when we recorded this episode. Um, but we did find out that the, um, Mickey's very Merry Christmas party this year will not be happening. Um, neither will the candlelit processional at Epcot or the dream lights on Cinderella's castle. So those are some things that are, are really important um, and really drive people to go for the holidays. But um, you know, in, in the current day and age, they're doing what they can. So um, in replace of the dream lights, uh, they are actually doing some new projection uh, mapping on Cinderella's castle. So at one point the castle will look like an Argyle Christmas sweater um, at other points, it will be, you know, decked in green and red and gold, um, you know, so giving you some opportunity for some great photos uh, with the castle looking a little bit differently. Um, they're going to continue the cavalcades that they're doing with the characters and introduce um, holiday uh, costumes and things with the characters. So that'll be fun. Um, you know, a little bit of different this year, but there's still some really good things going on. Yeah, I want to wait until next episode when we have a little bit more information to kind of talk about it and give my thoughts on it but um i'm excited to see the differences you know Mm -hmm. i'm gonna miss you know some of the things i was actually looking at doing a christmas trip for my birthday um still thinking about it this is not going to deter me from doing it but it's just something different to look forward to i guess so uh but yeah once i have a little bit more information on it and read up and kind of see if anything changes um because you know sometimes we we see that disney gets a lot of backlash that they will quickly change, change course mm-hmm. so yeah i'm going to reserve judgment until a later date on that one yeah so, um i did see uh, have you guys had a chance to watch the live action milan we did we watched it yeah. saturday we did a little outdoor movie night and watched it on our little projector because i wanted to see the action scene means as big as possible since we weren't able to go to the theater to see it mm-hmm. um like we it? all loved it we did we all loved it everybody i wasn't really sure how the five-year-old would do because 
you know, it's not even, it's not the same at all. And then my nine-year-old was like, where's Mushu? And I was like, he's not going to be in this one. (laughs) And then he was like, where are the songs? And I was like, there are no songs. He just got, he goes, what are we watching? (laughs) (laughs) We're watching real life Mulan. And he was like, okay. But then when it's over, everybody really liked it. So. And I think that's something that a lot of people are having a hard time with um, realizing that it's not the Milan we grew up with. Right. Um, but I have not, I, I've just read really good things about it from everybody that, that has said they've watched it. And I was shocked because I thought it was going to be one of those that people were going to say, no, I'm not going to watch this. And we haven't seen it yet. Um, debating on whether or not I want to spend the 30 bucks on it or just wait till December the way our life is with soccer and everything else going, it's probably going to be December, even if we paid for it before we watched it. So I think we're just going to wait, but um, I, I'm, I'm surprised at how many people say they really like it. Yeah. We loved it. I highly recommend watching it. We really enjoyed it. It's on my list. I will probably purchase it um, before December um, and watch it. We'll probably watch it in the next couple of weeks. Um, I haven't yet, but I am also kind of surprised that it's, even through Rotten Tomatoes and some of the other websites, it's getting really good reviews. So I didn't know what to expect, um, but they're saying really good things about it. So I am looking forward to finding out what it's all about. They, I'm a stats They focused guy. a lot. Do what? You're a stats guy. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Leslie. Well, I was going to say the martial arts is really cool. Like the fighting oh. is neat. Like the running sideways on walls and it's really neat. Yeah. So I'm, I'm a stats guy and any chance I get stats on something, I love reading it. And I read today that Disney has seen a 60% increase in Disney plus downloads since Milan has been released. And I don't know if that's in correlation to the movie or if it's just, you know, coincidence, but if it's, I mean, that, that shows you that people want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of hype, a lot of people it. ready and then it kept getting delayed. So, Yeah. Uh, we have some other Disney Plus news, don't we, Alan? Uh, the Disney Plus news? Oh, yes. So coming up uh, in October, which I'm super excited about, uh, Mandalorian Season 2 is coming out um, right at Halloween, October 30th. So I Yay. don't know about you. I am a Mandalorian fanatic. I can't wait. We're very excited. Yeah. Me too. I haven't uh, let, We haven't let our kids watch it, but I'm still super excited. We'll be watching it without them. I let Blaine watch it. I thought it was okay for Blaine to watch. Yeah. Well, our problem is, is if I let the oldest, then I have to let everybody. So it's just kind of not worth it. Um, It does not mean we don't have, um, you know, Mandalorian toys and things all over the house, even though they've never seen it. But our daughter sleeps with the little, the child stuffy, like (laughs) every night. That's her favorite stuffy right now. (laughs) Really cute. They just had a really cute one. I was at Costco the other day and they had a really cute $20. Um, he's like plastic. Um, mm-hmm. He looked really good. It was a Disney licensed um, product and it was like 20 bucks. It wasn't animated. It didn't do anything. It was literally just kind of a figurine doll. Um, yeah. I almost got it just because I thought it would look nice on the shelf behind me with all the other things, but I probably would have been scolded by the time we got home. What are you doing with that? Um, if you yeah. if you send Alan 20 bucks through Venmo or your cash app, he will go buy it and put it on his shelf. I'll swing exactly. by. Exactly. Get it. Exactly. <laughs> I they had uh, quite a few things. I was actually kind of surprised. There was quite a few Disney things at Costco this time. There were a lot of kids' backpacks. Um, I did see there was uh, several small um, 
Star Wars Lego sets and Harry Potter Lego sets. Oh yeah. I've never seen there before. They they were not the nice big ones. They were they were kind of like mini sets. Um, but there were some cool ones. Uh, there was oh, they things. have these really cool puzzles there right now. Like they're 3D puzzles, and you can either do the Arendelle Castle or um, Hogwarts. They're really neat, oh, like three three dimensional puzzles at Costco. Yeah, we I saw them last weekend. Nice. I was like, those would be good Christmas gifts. I'm sure they awesome. won't be there the next time I go back. Blaine's really excited because um, the uh, Harry Potter's uh, and uncles house the lego set for that finally came out and he's been watching yes he's been watching that on the lego website for months now just waiting for it to come out and he, now he's like can i get it and we're like no christmas is coming <laughs> up can't get it so, on your list what, what's the price we went ahead and too? ordered it it really wasn't that expensive i think it will uh say that i think it was 70 bucks maybe something like that but we went ahead and got that's it not too bad for lego yeah that's not yeah, so we're going to give it to him in a, uh, in a couple of days when it gets here. We're just going to go ahead and surprise him. So. Nice. He's been good lately. Um, <laughs> I mean, at this point of the year, it's just like if it makes him happy. I know. Roll with it. Well, well, that's just it. It, it makes him happy, but it can be a thousand pieces and he'll be done in two hours. So I'm just like, what, what, what's the point? I spent $150 <laughs> on you know, the Hogwarts castle and he was done in like an hour. Like, you can send him to me. I'll I'll take him. Yes. <laughs> if you want to donate him, with if he's done, I got plenty of room no, on the shelf. He doesn't take them apart. They stay they stay yeah. up, and they just he just doesn't touch them. So yeah, we have several on our TV, the shelf around our TV that have been built, and he's he's put them high away so little sister doesn't come in and wreck them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, with Labor Day weekend weekend passing. We have some park news, don't we, Leslie? Yeah, all of the parks, all three parks at Universal were at capacity. They weren't letting people in, which I think that's the first time that's happened for them. And they do not do a reservation system like Disney does. So they were having to turn people away. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad to see, but then I'm also kind of a little like, if I was one of those people that got turned away, I'd be a little I'd be so mad. <laughs> But I'd be yeah. so mad. Mm-hmm. Then just go to Disney because Disney has plenty of availability. So <laughs> well, they didn't on um, actual Labor Day, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. They were they were pretty busy then too, um, which is good to see we do the parks point busy. out though that capacity is still reduced. So oh, yeah, it's not sure. full yeah. park capacity. They're not officially telling us what the percentage capacity they're doing. We believe it's still under fifty percent capacity. But it was yes, the full the at reduced did. capacity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I did see some backers people like, what? How are they letting that many people in the park? We're like the reduced capacity, not not the pre-COVID. Not 100%. You know, yeah. 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 Um, it's not yeah, New so Year's the, Eve. Exactly. <laughs> Fourth of July weekend, not happening. Um, yeah. It, it was definitely good to see, though. Yeah, it's good to show that people are coming back to the parks, um, and hopefully they look at what they're doing with some of their, their reservations or lack of at the moment. Yeah. yeah. And then I I touched on this one um, a little earlier that now in the My Disney Experience app, you can reserve a table at most um, sit down dining restaurants through the app where you just walk up and it gives you a walk up time of 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, whatever, up to an hour, I guess. Um, And then if you want to join that line, you couldn't get a reservation for it. You just click the walk uh, walk up line. 
button and it puts you on a list and it will let you know when your table is ready. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's really great because a lot of times, you know, the only, if you can't get a, a reservation at a table service, the only way to get it once you're there is to go to that location and try and get it. Um, and many people will go to be our guest or Cinderella's early in the day, only be told there's nothing there and then find out cancellations or no shows have shown up later and people were able to get in. So having that kind of walk up wait, I think is a great idea. Um, and hopefully that goes well. Yeah. I hope I it stays. Try that. Yeah. Cause it certainly lets you be more flexible having Absolutely. that option and not having yeah, to take that trek all the way across the park every so often, just to go see if there's any more availability. Yeah, I, I tried it out the other day where I was just messing around on the app and I think I did Garden Grill um, because that's one of the restaurants that's open right now. And I looked to see what the walk-up time was and it was five minutes. Um, so then I went to make a reservation for uh, three and um, it was about noon when I did this and the nearest reservation was about one thirty, two o'clock. So... If I had a reservation, I could just simply cancel the reservation and just walk up and sit for five minutes. And I just was like, this is so handy and it's just gonna benefit so many people if they take advantage of it and it sticks around. Um, yeah. Be careful with those cancellations thing on, the on the same day. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. That's true. Yep, that is yeah. true. Don't want you to get charged extra for it. No, no, but it's a good thing. I mean, if you see, a, you know, a breakfast or an early lunch and then you get dinner later on or something, I mean, it's just an option to, you know, yeah, well, and they're usually, they're very nice usually about yeah. same day cancels. If you actually call or stop by prior to your time. Yes. Cause yeah. we, I know we were in Epcot one time and we were eating at all of the booths and we were like, we cannot sit down for dinner. Having a dinner reservation was so silly because we had, you know, snacked so much. And I called, probably two hours before our reservation and they were super nice about it and did not charge us that $10 fee. So just yeah. don't, don't no show for sure. Yeah. 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 But that's the yeah. worst thing to do. Yeah. Don't do that. Cause then they will charge you for sure. We know when we um, go in the fall, we typically like to go during food and wine. We won't make a dinner reservation at Epcot when food and wine's going on because we're there to sample from the booths and enjoy. Yeah. We it learned our lesson. Soup. We won't ever again. Oh yeah, the cheese soup. I'm so Everyone excited. It was so good. All right. Well, I think that just about brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we want to thank everybody for listening. Feel free to uh, send us your comments. If you've got anything that we missed or anything you think we should point out, uh, or if you have any other questions that came up from this, feel free to uh, shoot us an email or comment in our show comments. Uh, we appreciate all the feedback we get from everybody. And you can catch us next time as we continue our series traveling with, as we discuss traveling with teens and young adults. Uh, we're going to have a, another guest on that has experience with that as Alan and I really don't. So it's going to be good to get um, some feedback on that. I mean, we can book it all day long, but until you, you know, experience it, it's, it's a different situation. So um, also keep a lookout for the Saturday showdown on the two attractions that we're going to have. Make sure you cast your votes for that. If you enjoy the show and you think you know someone else who may enjoy it as well, please share this episode with them. And as always, we want to hear from you. So please leave us a comment or send us an email. All our contact details are available in the show description. So check that out if you need to. 
And Leslie, we end every episode with a quote, and we thought we would let you read the quote for this episode. Okay. The flower that blooms in adversity is the most rare and beautiful of them all. It's from Mulan. That's right. Did they do it in the live action? Yes, I think. (laughs) I'm not 100% sure. Don't don't fact check me on that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll know when we watch. We'll know when we watch. Yeah. 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 So that's a great quote. Well, again, guys, thank you for listening and tuning in. Please make sure you leave your comments. Leslie, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. It was not as terrifying as I thought it was going to (laughs) be. That's what everybody keeps saying. (laughs) Like you met us. You know we're not that terrifying. You you guys aren't scary at all. It's just the process was scary. Something new. So it was super fun. So thanks for having me. I really had a good time. Thanks. We may have to have you come back. We may have to have you come back on the uh, babysitting episode. Absolutely. You got it. Be happy to. All right. We'll talk to everybody next time. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.